Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. That entire team has followed this story with legitimate sources, incredible reporting, uh, everything you need connected to this and an actual football game tomorrow against Penn State at the Wolverine.com. Chris Ballas, Anthony Broom, John Borton, Clayton Safey, Doug Skeen, uh, and more. Everything on this and the game tomorrow at the Wolverine.com. And Chris, you know, again, there was a window for the Big Ten to kind of calm everything down and get it right. And they just aren't doing anything and letting Michigan and Harbaugh and the team dangle in the wind. Yeah, on top of that, the NCAA was talking to Michigan staffers yesterday again, believe it or not. So uh, on a big game week, it's almost like it was coordinated to try to apply some pressure to for Michigan to comply, according to our sources in the building. So um, it's unbelievable, really, uh, what's going on here. They're really they are ruining the relationship with Michigan. I don't think I'm with you. I don't think, and I don't think Michigan has any plans to continue in the Big Ten with Tony Petiti as commissioner. Uh, and you know, who are you going to pick? You're going to pick the commissioner. Uh, who went with 13 coaches, uh, and as somebody wrote, I think, they said, you know what they should have done is in this coaches meeting, uh, they should have talked to these coaches one at a time. You don't have 13 coaches there led by Ryan Day or whoever screaming and yelling about what to do about Michigan, about your rival that is now dominating you in the Big Ten. Uh, This guy has bungled this thing from the get-go, and our sources today said Tony Petiti is getting some bad advice from somebody. In my opinion, my strong opinion, Jim Delaney is probably one of those guys uh, who is an advisor making $400,000 a year um, who has never, in my strong opinion, uh, had a soft spot in his heart for Michigan uh, when, as when he was Big Ten commissioner as well, going back to the days of Bo Schembechler. So it's about to get uglier. Uh, we've talked to people who've hired private investigators. The dirt that they're, they're dragging up on everybody. I've never seen Michigan like this. I think it's fascinating. I'm not talking about Michigan itself. I'm talking about high-powered boosters and people in high places getting involved and some of the stuff that we've learned, which we will be reporting in the next few weeks uh, is unbelievable. So I told you this was going to be a 30 for 30. This is either going to be a movie or an E60 or something huge because it only gets stranger and more complex. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joining us. Still no word from the big 10 on any punishment, which could be a two game suspension. If the executive group board Meets it could be more, but we've heard none of that. Uh, it could be a public recommend or reprimand, and also uh, fines. But the way they're letting this walk right up into game day, when Michigan got on those team buses, when they got on that team plane to fly to Happy Valley, is another example of poor leadership. And I really hope beyond what the legal fallout is with Harbaugh personally, with the school connected to the Big Ten. Uh, that Michigan does demand the resignation or firing of Tony Petiti, or they look at other options, which, again, uh, don't tell me about, oh, we don't want to lose the rivalry game with the Ohio State or huh. Michigan State. That that's that, You know what? That's in the rearview mirror, okay? Yep. It is. Yeah. I, don't, I couldn't care less, especially after, you know, if it is proven, and, again, Michigan strongly believes, strongly believes, that there are connections to Ryan Day's family. Uh, that is the allegation uh, of the origin of this private investigator firm. And, Bill, when the name comes out of one of them, you will laugh, okay, and where it was located. So um, that is a, a little tease for you guys for, for whenever this breaks. But uh, everybody knows about it. Everybody's working on the story. Um, what kind of relationship do you really want to have with them, uh, especially when you know 
what they are doing as well and what they've done in the past. Uh, they, I told you uh, long ago that Michigan would collect a binder a couple of inches thick anytime that uh, that rivals or, or opponents broke rules, and they would keep them on file just in case. Well, is it time to air the dirty laundry? Uh, we saw a report a couple of years ago about a rival that had been recording practice film, uh, according to one of its coaches that left. So private investigators are looking into that as well. I can promise you, I know who they are. So this is only going to get uglier uh, for the Big Ten, and in no way, shape, or form do we condone you know what has happened at Michigan, if indeed that is what's happened. Um, but as and we were talking to somebody in the SEC, and he said, "Man, when we were played at neutral site games, we would have guys up in the owners' boxes uh, videotaping signs, you know, of, of, of opponents. Now, not not SEC schools directly, but Southern schools, I would say." Um, and I'm like, "Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. They're laughing down there. They are laughing about this because they know what they've done. They know what big business college football is, and they can't believe sign stealing." It has gotten to this this point at this point. Biff Pogge, a former Michigan coach, I saw you uh, retweeted that story. I just shared it myself. Uh, defending Harbaugh, uh, the Big Ten letting this dangle in the wind. I, I don't know what Tony Petiti is doing. You you have two money makers. Well, let's be honest. In the Big Ten, you have Michigan, you have Ohio State. Occasionally, Penn State once in a while, and you'll get the fluke schools uh, that will have a monster season. Uh, but, you know, Jim Delaney, a grudge, whoever it is behind the scenes, whatever school is carrying weight in this, whether it's Ohio State, I don't know who, uh, but you're trying to tear down one of your most important schools. And again, without uh, investigation shows that the allegations are true, then we've all said from day one, you live with the punishment for Michigan football, Harbaugh, uh, and Connor Stallions. But... Yeah. There, there's nothing, and the NCAA is still digging, and they're going to CMU and digging. They're they're trying to find a smoking gun uh, to smoke Harbaugh. Which, by the way, what is the latest on uh, Con- Connor Stallion CMU? Not a yeah. word out of there that they still can't identify him officially wh- or who it was. What's the latest yeah. there? Yeah, they're working on that, and I'm going to put on a, a story about up about that today. As a matter of fact, and. Uh, you know, it's funny, though. If it wasn't him, right, somebody would have come out and said, well, this is actually who it was, I would imagine. So I believe strongly that they'll get to the bottom of that. But uh, I think the bigger question is, what was he doing there? And everybody's going to say, oh, he was scouting Michigan State for, uh, for Michigan because they're a future opponent. And uh, I don't necessarily think that's true. Uh, now, they won't make a distinction because he's not supposed to be there, right? But uh, I think when that story comes out, it's going to be uh, very interesting to see how the NCAA proceeds on that as well. So uh, this guy is uh, an interesting guy, you know, with the vacuum cleaner sales and stuff. There's no tie, business tie between Blake Corum and Connor Stallions, uh, from what we understand. They weren't, you know, I don't know even know why that was a headline. Uh, somebody found a document with their names on it or something like that. It sounds like he was trying to help him. Blake needed help setting up an LLC, so they got a piece of paper and he said, "This is how you would do it." type of thing who knows but uh that's a non-starter from everybody that we've spoken with so but it's in the news right it's sensationalist headlines and anything and everything that can be used to make michigan look bad but espn i think is backtracking a little today they're starting to get a few more people and i think one of the angles that is going to be looked at here if what colin coward said the other day he said you know this sounds like an inside job and uh we certainly agree with that in some respects as well where some of this information is coming from. So that's something else we're going to be watching. I will say tomorrow, if Blake 
Corum scores a touchdown or every touchdown he scores and they have a vacuum on the Michigan sidelines, he'll be the greatest <laughs> move ever. Yeah, you know what? I, who knows? I, I can't wait to see the pregame interaction between James Franklin and Jim Harbaugh. There, there's been a lot of talk that James Franklin's been howling about this too and uh, and then the postgame handshake. That'll be fantastic. But yeah, I mean, they were poking fun at Michigan. Manny Diaz, the defensive coordinator, looking at his watch and talking about signs and stuff like that. So um, it's really, truly is Michigan versus everybody. I think the M Den. We just got our shirts today from Valiant. Uh, Michigan versus everybody sweatshirts are selling like crazy, and they're gonna they're gonna give that money a lot of that money to to the uh, NIL department at, at Valiant. So for the Michigan student athletes. So um, you know, it's uh, it's been a long time since really Michigan's really been a bad guy. If you go back maybe to the Fat Five, like a one of those in there. You know what they they don't. I wouldn't say they embrace the role of being a villain, but. Uh, they're getting pretty sick and tired of everybody coming at them. I think they're just ready to play football. What do you think the Big Ten, just hypothetically speaking, Chris, and Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line, what, what, what is their end play here? Yeah, it's a great question. I don't think, I think it's too late in the day for them to do anything. Now they're on a plane. They were supposed to board the plane at 3 o'clock. We all saw the pictures of Jim Harbaugh getting on the bus. I spoke to somebody who said, yeah, we take off at three. So um, I think, to me, you know, they they saw Michigan as a target. You know, Michigan generally rolls over in these things and says, okay, you know, well, we'll take our lumps and we're embarrassed and so on and so forth. And I think they've kind of had enough here. You know, hearing, oh, this is the worst scandal in the history of the Big Ten when you've got the whole Penn State garbage that went out with Jerry Sandusky is one of the biggest uh, – most exaggerated claims that I've ever heard. It's an embarrassment. So there have been so many things that have gone on in this conference. And again, we're talking about stealing signs here. And we're talking about a Purdue team that had a play sheet of 38 of Michigan's plays, allegedly, like that they were using that they got from other schools is what's been alleged. And I understand the Ohio State response to that. Nobody, nobody believes it. It's all in the wording. And I'm sure they'll get to the bottom of that as well. So um, to me, it's, okay, now what do we do? I think Tony Petiti, I think Michigan believes that Tony Petiti has kind of painted himself into a corner, and what does he do next? But I truly believe, in speaking to several people at Michigan, that they think the damage has been done, that they can't coexist in a conference in which he is the commissioner. So we'll see what happens there. Michigan's going to have options, and you know everybody says, there's no way Michigan's going to leave the Big Ten, blah, 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 blah. I can promise you uh, that they are, are not very happy about this, and the last thing I'll say on this is, hey, if the NCAA does uncover any more evidence uh, of different things, um, you know what, then they can react accordingly as well. But as of now, the evidence that they're basing this suspension on and, and action on uh, just isn't there. And you saw it in the 10-page response from Michigan. By the way, Dennis Dodd, uh, who I think is a middle-of-the-road college football reporter, Michigan sign-stealing case put on very fast timeline by NCAA with resolution sought expeditiously or expeditiously, which means as quick as possible. So, you know, again, six years for FBI wiretaps right. for Kansas, LSU, Arizona, but you want to move fast on this to Hammer yeah. Harbaugh. They're trying to do everything they can to yep. not have Jim Harbaugh uh, coaching in the Big Ten or college football playoff. I agree 100%. It's, uh, it's absurd. And, uh, and in the midst of all this, you've got Bill Self, who just signed um, an extension to his lifetime contract, an amendment to his lifetime contract. Uh, you can't make this stuff up. And I think his suspension was four games, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Self 
self-suspension by the school. Jim Harbaugh's already had three for, you know, something completely uh, much more, much less than that. Uh, Michigan said, okay, we'll suspend him for three games. Hopefully that'll be it. Uh, people are going to continue to dig because they want Jim Harbaugh gone. Uh, by the way, uh, Dodd did report that uh, – Michigan has already received a notice of inquiry from the NCAA, the first step in any investigation. However, the school has not yet received a notice of allegations. And NOA in the case, sources tell CBS Sports, that's the official document from the NCAA that details specific wrongdoing. The yep. enforcement staff has uncovered. At that point, the school gets a copy of the full investigative file, and then they get 90 days to respond. So you're... Right. You're, you're doing everything you can to try and scare Michigan into suspending Jim Harbaugh indefinitely, which was what was rumored earlier this week that the Big Ten was pushing on Michigan. Yeah, which is crazy. And, you know, a lot of people at Michigan, I think, believe that Jim Harbaugh ruffling feathers with the revenue sharing talk and to the players and everything else has really made him an enemy of theirs. And, uh, you know, Jim Harbaugh's ruffling feathers wherever he's been, let's be honest. So... This doesn't surprise me, but when you mess with somebody's revenue stream is when people really start pushing back. We've seen the ESPN narrative. ESPN is a bed with the SEC. Uh, it's been absolutely nuts, uh, just absolutely crazy what this has become and blown up into. And so uh, time will tell if, uh, if it's worthy of that. Uh, I certainly don't believe it is, and I think it'll probably play out that way. But uh, when you've got whistleblowers involved, too, and you've got people that know Everything that goes on in a program, uh, no, there's no perfect program, as Jim Harbaugh said. But we do it better than most, and we do it cleaner than most. Dining, you know, you say it would, came out and said that. So uh, I think most of the SEC would agree, and I think a lot of people are laughing about what's going on up here right now. I think also the Big Ten may have said, hey, we can't go drop the suspension on a Friday with courts closed. It will look bad for us, which I don't know how it can look any worse. So yeah. they wait now until Monday. The story hangs over Harbaugh in Michigan all day today, tonight, tomorrow, college game day, the big game against Penn State. And then Monday, he says, two-game suspension, uh, Maryland and Ohio State. They have time then for the injunction. Uh, and Harbaugh coaches uh, until, what, 14 days, and that would be after the Ohio State game they would have to have a hearing uh, to see if the judge would continue it or uh, how it plays out. So, uh, Tony Petiti, uh, there is no way Michigan will stay in this conference with him as the commissioner. No way. Yeah, I would agree with that, actually, as of today. So we'll see how it plays out here. But uh, And as of yesterday, Michigan said uh, we would fight them if they tried to give us a steely-eyed glare. That was an interesting quote that I got. So uh, that means even if they came back with a fine, I think maybe Michigan would say, go jump off a bridge or something like that. So it'll be fascinating to see how it plays out, Bill. Chris Ballas with Wolverine.com with Anthony Broom, John Borton, Clayton Safey, Doug Skeen, and the crew. You can follow this story in the latest at Wolverine.com and also get their thoughts on Michigan-Penn State, which is the biggest game of the year for Michigan and right there with Ohio State hosting Penn State in the Big Ten. But then Tony Petiti, Mr. TV uh, man, uh, decides to let this story just dangle Harbaugh and the university in the wind. He will not survive this. And if it comes down to Michigan exploring options on getting out of a contract, you know, it wasn't fair what he did, uh, and they go join the SEC, 
Uh, they get Florida State and uh, Michigan. I'll be honest, I'd rather see Michigan uh, in the SEC in all sports across the board. Chris, thanks for the update. You bet. Thanks, Bill.